BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to the Smirconish podcast for independent minds. When you see today's poll question at Smirconish.com, you'll wonder why is he asking now? This is the explanation. The crime scene van was parked next to the black Honda Civic, already identified as belonging to the shooter. The yellow tape marking its perimeter, juddering in a helicopter gust. Earlier that morning, before the van was cleared to move closer to the school, Jeff Cavello, the crime scene van supervisor and his team were crowded around the dry erase board. Art Walkley the only one on the van who had so far been inside, sketched out what he said were the two main areas of impact. He arrived with the other first responders, officers, and those who stormed the school as children were running out, his gun drawn, ready to kill on sight, in fact, quite eager to pull the trigger once he glimpsed classrooms 10 and 8. Jeff had never seen Art look the way that he did after he came out of the school. It was more of an apparition that climbed back onto the van. Two of them were SWAT team members for eight years together before Jeff transferred to major crimes and brought Art with him. They had taken fire together. They had seen each other become parents. Art had seen Jeff call his wife in the middle of the night to remind her where to find the life insurance. They could all read one another's minds. Caroline Keith, the senior detective on the van, had already been riding for more than five years when Jeff arrived as the new supervising sergeant. It was Caroline who suggested that Art try to tell him what he saw and sketch it on the board. She hoped it would make it easier once they got inside. Art said he didn't think there was anything he could do that was going to make it easier. As detectives for the Connecticut State Police Western District Major Crime Squad, they were all experts in human depravity. But Art, he was the death guy. The one who was lowered into septic tanks to retrieve badly decayed body parts. He had seen everything imaginable and a good deal of the unimaginable. And yet somehow he managed to stay one step ahead of the crowd of ghosts that were always following on their heels from one death scene investigation to the next. But by the look of him now, in the parking lot of the Sandy Hook Elementary on December 14, 2012, the ghosts had caught up all at once. I'm reading from a New York Times magazine piece that's posted at Smirconish.com, written by Jay Kirk. 
It's under the headline, They Saw the Horrific Aftermath of a Mass Shooting. Should we? The crime scene investigators are the ones who document and remember the unimaginable. This is what they saw at Sandy Hook. It's a lengthy piece. It's a worthy piece. I can't do anything about the payroll paywall, but I, I hope you'll get to see it. And it's it's not presented in gruesome detail. It's written in a proper way so that you know how bad it is and sort of the attending circumstances and surrounding area. That's all defined. But it tells the story of these crime scene investigators, you know, in, including the guy who had to take 1,495 photos. His name is Art Walkley. 1,495 photographs of the worst of the worst that anyone could ever imagine. They've seen it. And as I'll describe, it's it's under protective seal. Like right now, there's no public access that's available. And maybe that's the way it always ought to remain. But that's the issue that the story presents, as the title implies. They've seen it. Should we see it? If we saw it, and this is what I'm asking at Smirconish.com today, if we were to see it, would anything change? SWAT had cleared the building and the FBI had checked for explosives and ruled out terrorism. Now it was up to them to take photographs, to measure, to collect evidence, to conduct the exacting work of meticulous reconstruction. As the crime scene investigators for the WDMC, Eastern District Major Crime, would have the shooter's home, Central District Major Crime had the exterior of the school. They were recognized in the state as being the elite, specially trained detectives that they were. They would note how the shells clustered, how the choreography of the shooter's movements was revealed by the voids where shells or blood were absent, where someone paused to reload, and then memorialize their work with extensive photographs and video so in court an independent expert could reproduce their calculations and arrive at the same conclusions. That was ultimately the importance of the job, to see, to look, and to do with grinding duration. Now, here, where 21st graders and the principal, the school psychologist, and four teachers were lying dead inside, they could maintain the detached forensic mindset for only so long before the corrosive reality of what happened here began to seep into their Tyvek shells. I mean, I I can't imagine how they were able to go and process this crime scene and obviously it's not just those at columbine those at virginia tech and those at and sandy hook meaning virginia tech columbine the aurora movie theater the pulse nightclub in orlando the el paso walmart shooting parkland las vegas binghamton san bernardino sutherland springs thousand oaks virginia beach monterey park santa fe pittsburgh buffalo uvalde the covenant school Louisville, each scene of unimaginable horror witnessed by an anonymous team, we have chosen without knowing it to do the gruesome work of internalizing our national crisis for us. In every one of those locations, this has been somebody's job. I've I've never before like this until reading this piece stopped and thought about how they have to go about that task and how it impacts their lives forever. 
because it certainly did in the case of Sandy Hook. That's made clear in the piece. And then something else that this describes is how the sixth day after the shooting, then Attorney General Eric Holder comes to Sandy Hook. It was 5.30 p.m. on December 20, and so uh, the bodies are gone. You know, the the evidence of the carnage remains, and the photographs that have been taken by Art Walkley, in part, are now presented on a TV screen to the Attorney General. The TV screen, mutilated by one intolerable, impossible image after another, gave the Attorney General just an abbreviated glimpse of the 1,495 photographs taken over the last week. An uncensored, unredacted view of what they had faced when they first entered the school. As Jeff took Holder through each image, the only other sound in the lobby was the crinkling and uncrinkling of the tarp that hung over the hallway that led to classrooms 8 and 10. With each new image, the AG seemed to grow smaller in his chair. You're never told what's in the pictures, per se. But your imagination kind of fills in the blanks as you read this piece. How about this? How about the job of the guy who had to go and put together the lunch pails and the personal effects of each of the kids? After the horrifying PowerPoint slideshow, Caroline took Holder and his devastated chief of staff on a walk through the school, holding back the tarp that had concealed the aftermath of where Principal Hoaxsprung and the school psychologist were shot after running out from a meeting. In the conference room, across from classrooms 8 and 26, banker's boxes containing each victim's personal belongings. An old-timer from the van, Ray Insolaco, came in to help box up the desks. It had fallen to him to empty the 20 lunchboxes. His advice to the small crew he brought in, don't read the notes. He had already made the mistake when one fluttered out as he was dumping an uneaten lunch into the trash. Thank God it's Friday. Love, Mommy. There's somewhere in here uh, talk about one of the crime scene investigators who comes in and sees the corpse of the shooter. Yeah, here it is. Pacing around the corpse, he could barely refrain from kicking him in the chest. By a cluster of desks was the Bushmaster, its barrel and muzzle brake coated in a film of white powder. A less experienced observer might have thought that it was concrete dust from bullets hitting the walls, but Dan was sure from his time in the Marines that the chalky residue was baked, evaporated blood. Do I have your attention yet? This is the Smirconish Podcast from SiriusXM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are 
are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Calling all operatives. From now to March 30th, MGM National Harbor invokes your skills to play Covert Cash, a spy-themed kiosk game series where classified missions, hidden rewards, and daily thrills await. Sign up for MGM Rewards to play and unlock up to $25,000 in hidden free play daily and entries into our grand escape car drawing on March 30th. Visit MGMNationalHarbor.com slash Covert Cash to begin your mission. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. Just a little bit more, if I may. Look, said Jeff, we're going to do this the same way we always do it. We're just going to do it 26 times. Same thing as always, 26 times. It became a mantra. We're going to do what we always do. Same procedures, same four overall photos of each room, same medium shots, same untold number of close-ups to memorialize every minuscule aspect of the work. They would set up staging tables in the tent for mass processing of the evidence, nothing they'd ever done at this scale. With eight tables, it went like an assembly line, each item photographed against a neutral backdrop. They had a 20-pound roll of butcher tape, on the truck just for this purpose, one clean sheet with a glove change in between for each item, each piece of clothing, each small shirt, each elfin dress, each backpack, each barrette, charm bracelet, wedding ring, each bloodied shoe, same thing as always, 26 times. There's also um, discussion about how often they were interrupted individuals who wanted to come in law enforcement some seemingly with proper purpose and some would not you know kind of curious this is me speaking not the piece but almost using the badge as an excuse to come and take a look oh yeah this this was this was really startling i i didn't know this so there would be no sugarcoating it, not for the attorney general. If they were the ones who would provide the answers that would help break the country from its spell, it first meant waking up the right people. Not the local legislators, not the governor, not the politicians who could all wait in the motorcade fidgeting on their phones with the heat running. It would require only a small but debilitating sample from Art's camera, a dozen of the 1,495 seared into his Nikon D300. And they would not present it in a neutral space like the cafeteria. They were going to show him right in the center of the nightmare where they had been working the past hellish week so that he could see it and smell it and feel it under his shoes. So he could see how 80 rounds fired into a 3 by 4 foot bathroom trenched the cinder block how 16 children crammed in that tightly 
had not had the space to fall where they stood. How innocence could be transformed to gore in an instant. I don't think I knew that. That they were all inside a, a know teeny little bathroom standing up so tightly that they couldn't even fall. That they couldn't even fall. But then they wow. exploded. I mean, that's I, I, this was one of the hardest things I've ever read. Possibly the hardest thing I've ever read. And I read every word, and it is haunting. Haunting. I, I, um, I want to read just one final paragraph from it. Again, it's posted at Smirconish.com, where I have worded the poll question as follows. Would anything change if Americans were to see the crime scene photographs from Sandy Hook Elementary. In the Times piece, there are a number of never-before-seen photographs from the school, but but nothing nothing inappropriate. I mean, you know, I mean, sad and tragic and broken windows and so forth. But and and like a typical scene of a of a, a school classroom for grade schoolers, where there are art projects and things hung in the wall and so forth. So now on the specific issue that I'm asking which is, would viewing any of this change anything? This is the paragraph that, uh, that kind of brings home, okay, so what is the status? Even though the Attorney General was convinced in this moment, reeling on the threshold of this tiny obliterated bathroom, that if the American people only saw what he was seeing, Congress would be forced to do the right thing, nothing would change in the end. Tragedy in America would prevail. Some would say nothing has changed because we have not yet been made to see. After each new mass shooting, the question, the debate, it returns. Would seeing the crime scene photos have an effect on the gun crisis in the same way that images of Emmett Till's body in an open coffin had on the civil rights movement? The Sandy Hook photographs have been redacted by Connecticut state law since 2013. Even if the law were to change with the consent of the families of the victims who pushed for the legal restriction, public viewing of the photographs would require one outlet or another to make the decision to publicize the images. And in a culture where reality is no longer agreed on, Many will not believe what they see unless it's funneled through their propaganda of choice. So until that unlikely moment arrives, the full truth of these images and those of shooting after shooting for a decade after Sandy Hook and into the future will only live on in the atrocity exhibition that exists in the memory of those who photograph, measure, and collect the foul evidence. The people written about in this piece. Okay, there you go. Have not given it all away for free. There's plenty more that I encourage you to try and get access and read. It'll be in the Sunday magazine, as I understand it. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4 
Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and on the SXM app. I wonder how many listeners I lost with that downer of an opening to the Friday program. I just wonder, you know, there's no way I could ever know, but I just wonder how many people are like, hey, yeah, you know, I usually listen to Michael. and I'm tuning in. Oh, my God, I can't handle this. I don't know. It's um, a fair question. Don't you think? I will say only because, and TCI were talk, and I were talking about this off air, is that you very, very often begin your Friday programs with, Hi, TGIF, everybody. And right. that's, those are the first lines of your program on Fridays very often. And then you go into whatever poll question and whatever topic you want to talk well, about. Dan, this, very Dan, this, must, this must resonate with you. It's, it's a profile of the first responders yep. at Sandy Hook. I got to mm-hmm. believe you've seen a few things yourself. 100%. I mean, you know, for us, I've never seen anything on that scale. But, uh, you know, a, a major one is when we go to, um, we very often go to cardiac arrests calls. And, uh, and the, the, the um, percentage of those who make it is very, very low. Um, and, you know, oftentimes it's elderly. And, but then you have a, you have a, a body that's lying in the middle of their own living room floor. Um, and, uh, there are conversations that are, that are had about it, about what happened. And also when we go to house fires and there's no fatality, um, people want to sometimes take pictures inside of these houses, often just for training purposes, but you got to be careful because there's burned personal effects in there. And then you're like, well, sure. we can't get these on social media. And it takes, you remember what happened with, um, Kobe, Kobe. Bryant's wife, yeah. uh, yep. winning that lawsuit. So that is certainly a situation, but, yep. um, yeah, it's uh, it's a difficult, uh, delicate situation. Well, I salute people who are first responders all over the country, whether they're crime scene in- investigators like I'm talking about or, or not. It's it's tough stuff. Gary, you're in Oklahoma, and I'm appreciative of your phone call. What did you want to say in response? 
I think that it would make a change. I, I agree that uh, there's certain people that uh, won't accept it because they won't see it through their own outlets. But there's a vast majority of people, like the housewives that live at home, that that uh, are have children that uh, voted for Biden. You know, those people, those sway voters, if they saw that, I think it would make an, a profound effect on them. By the way, uh, you know, these these children couldn't speak for themselves when they were alive. They certainly can't speak for themselves when they're gone. I recognize and thank you, Gary. I recognize the, the legal issues here that a parent would have to give consent if there weren't a state law already. You wouldn't want to invade the privacy of the kids. That's another sensitive aspect. Malcolm, greetings in St. Louis. What did you want to respond? Very frustrated, Michael. Very frustrated. Um, in a in a country as closely divided, of course, it would make a difference. You'd only need a three to five percent difference to enact some real change. The bigger problem I have, and part of it with you specifically and the media in general, is that they keep pushing this idea that gun control is somehow a bipartisan issue when it's very clearly that only one party is keeping us from any sort of common sense gun legislation repeatedly, consistently, and uh, nonstop. They block every piece of gun legislation. And I don't know why, again, you specifically and the media in general gives them a pass on that and doesn't call them out. Malcolm, when when have I when have I ever characterized a push for gun control as bipartisan? It's not that pushing it as bipartisan. It's that refusing to vocalize the fact that the GOP is blocking all gun legislation. There's no there's. Yeah, there's no an addendum. Okay, I don't know how it became about me, but uh, okay, all right, already. I've never suggested that a move for gun control is bipartisan. Let's get this done. Never. Brad is in Dallas, Texas. There he is. Hey, Brad, would seeing the images loosely described in the piece that I read from change anything? It would make less than zero difference because. Well, because if you ever had a conversation with people that own guns, I'm one of three people in Texas that's never owned a gun in their life. <laughs> one of and three, I got I, it. I, I, don't really, I don't really believe that it's even possible, and I try to have these conversations all the time, uh, because the reality of it is they are not able to see past themselves. They consider themselves to be responsible gun owners, and there's no reason whatsoever they shouldn't have a gun. And they completely overlook the fact that having this many guns in a population with a bunch of wackos out there on top of it is a dangerous problem. And they won't even address it. It won't make a difference. And I'm, and I'm talking soccer moms. You go all the way down the deal. It will make no difference. I'm a well, here's another, here's another consideration. Here's another. Thank you, Brad. Here's another consideration, which is the level of desensitization that we all have from movies and from culture, television, video games, you name it. I mean, haven't we all seen a lot of really ugly stuff and, and maybe it's it's going to get processed in a way that's that's not so much different from the other? I don't know. I think it's a I think it's a real concern. Vinny, you're in Poughkeepsie, New York, and wanted to say what? Well, I don't think it will help. I think there's there's a touching and feeling that has to happen. I mean, my um, I was telling your screener, my best friend's wife 
who at the time was his girlfriend, was a teacher or is a teacher there in Sandy Hook and actually was in the meeting there. And she had to jump out a window and run to the subway to call the police. She's also very good friends with Vicky Soto. The picture they showed up, she was um, cut off from it, but she was sitting right next to her on that picture. Um, they, I, can't, I can't. You didn't. You. Know, you, you so, mean, wait. 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 Just so. Just so your credibility. Hang on. Just so your credibility is not questioned. There's. There's no subway. I imagine at Sandy Hook. You. You didn't mean to say that, did you? Subway like the food thing, the restaurant. She had. Oh. Uh, the, okay. The subway, okay. Like at the gas station, she had to run Got out it. and run to the subway to call the police. Understood. Um, she Thank you. Out for a that. window and ran to the subway. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, Got not it. subway under under like the city subway. No. Thank you. Um, Thank you. But she's, you know, and I mean, to this day, she can't go to county fairs or anything. It's too many people for her. But um, the, I think there's a touching thing, because if you remember in history class, you always saw the books of um, the Jewish people after World War II. You studied history, but it didn't have the same effect. Um, my friend was a, is a Republican. He said, I will never own a gun. And he actually fights for gun reforms now because it's just, you learn, and you you know by seeing it and being in that situation. Where, and I also said, you know, I went to Africa in college and in Ghana, and in Cape Coast Castle, which is a slave castle, there were two of them who visited. One was set up like a museum, and it was very clean, but they you know they showed pictures and they whatever. One was not touched, so it saw the fingernail scratches on the wall. Wow! And in that moment, that you really you know you experience it and. You know, where the other one, you don't really have that same, it's a museum. Yep, and I, I totally, think, unfortunately, I, the pictures aren't going to have the same effect that they would unless you live it, you know? I totally, I totally get your point. Thank you for that, Vinny. I've, I've got to run. It all reminds me of the movies that in Driver Ed, at least I was shown, you know, Death on the Highway, and they would show you these these grisly images. I don't know if it was based on data. Maybe it was just based on what they thought was common sense. Like, hey, let's show these 16-year-olds some horrific car accidents and, and, and scare the crap out of them from <clears throat> accidents and drinking and driving in particular. Make sure you're voting on this at Smirconish.com. Many have voted already. I suspect many of them voted without having the benefit of me reading aloud from the piece and might wonder, why am I bringing it up today? But you who are listening, you know why. The Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. Listen to Michael Smirconish live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124 or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
calling all operatives. From now to March 30th, MGM National Harbor invokes your skills to play Covert Cash, a spy-themed kiosk game series where classified missions, hidden rewards, and daily thrills await. Sign up for MGM Rewards to play and unlock up to $25,000 in hidden free play daily and entries into our grand escape car drawing on March 30th. Visit MGMNationalHarbor.com slash Covert Cash to begin your mission. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER.